Hey traders, my name is Akil Stokes, professional Forex trader and head trading coach over at tier1trading.com and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. We started this podcast last week with really no expectations and so far the response has been amazing. And because of that, we'll be back each and every Monday and Thursday with new episodes. In today's episode, we're going to talk about win percentage and why win percentage doesn't really matter. In fact, win percentage or chasing a high win percentage may be the downfall of your trading. But before we get into that, do me a favor, head over to iTunes, head over to Stitcher, leave me a review, leave me a rating. We are going to grow this into the best podcast in the world, and that's thanks to you guys. So I'm going to give this to you as straight as possible. Your win percentage doesn't really matter. Now, now, before you go ahead and get offended or you leave some type of rude comment, let me explain, right? I'm, I'm not famous by any means, but I've become sort of famous on my videos for saying this, right? Who cares about your win percentage? And if you're trading the right way, you'll know exactly what I mean. But for some reason, we get consumed with being a very, very high win percentage trader. And I know why. There are a few reasons. Uh, we're kind of really trained to think that way. If you think about school, right, the, the higher you score on the test, the, the better grade you get. The better grade you get, the quote unquote better student you are, which isn't necessarily true, or I guess it, it does make you maybe a better student, but the, the better grades you get doesn't necessarily make you smarter than someone else who gets bad grades. I'm a fine example of that. I did enough just to uh, get by while there were students that were not as smart as me. Not that I'm the smartest person in the world at all. I'm pretty average. I think I have good social skills as far as being smart as a street smarts type deal. But there were kids that were uh, well below my intelligence level that got very, very good grades just because they tried harder and put a lot of effort. And with trading, the win percentage isn't or shouldn't be the main concern because there's not necessarily a correlation between being a higher win percentage trader and being a more profitable trader. Now, there are psychological elements to it. I do believe that you need to know yourself as a trader and certain traders need to win a certain amount of the time or a certain percentage of the time in order to avoid the psychological errors that come with losing. For example, if, if you if you get easily frustrated and you know that consistently losing a lot more than when you win is going to bother you and, and put cracks in your armor and those cracks will slowly spread and break apart and now you're making psychological errors like revenge trading or getting greedy and, and bailing on your system, then obviously you don't want to put yourself in that position. You need a certain win percentage just to stay sane. But as far as pure profitability goes, your expectancy is the main thing. And what your expectancy is, is is what tells you whether you will be profitable and how profitable you should be over time if you consistently execute your edge in the markets. Now, with that being said, it doesn't always feel great. 
It doesn't always give you bragging rights to say that you're a 50% trader, right? A lot of the things that we do, not the real traders, but a lot of newer traders coming up, a lot of the things that we do, we do in order to impress others, right? Think about it. Who gets on social media and says, hey guys, took three losing trades today, negative 100 pips. Nobody, right? When you have those days, you're usually quiet and you don't let anyone know, right? But you do get on social media. You do tell your friends or whoever your, your trading buddies are when you have the great days. Hey guys, three for three today, made a hundred pips, rocking the markets, baby. Boom, knowledge bomb gif, right? So having a, a bigger win percentage allows you to kind of feed your ego a little bit more. And there's nothing wrong with having an ego. It's natural, right? We need to keep it under control, but we all have it. Um, but we have to we have to find that balance between what makes us feel good and what pays us good. And a great story that I always have is my best friend, right? My best friend. I knew this guy from high school. This was kind of my 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 partner in crime, meaning uh, we always had schemes of of of. Uh, doing stuff like legal stuff, like you know, we would uh, sell mixtapes in school. We would, we would, uh, we would, uh, we we opened up a recording studio in college because we knew there were a lot of aspiring artists, and we started recording and editing and producing their content, and then and then making CDs for them and distributing for them, like just all any type of idea to get money. We we typically did it, and. Eventually, we ended up getting into trading. I, I was involved in the stock market, and he was into stocks, but he had started getting into Forex way before me, and he was actually the one that introduced me to the Forex market. Of course, um, he he dragged me into it under the promises of you can make a lot of money without having a lot of money in a very short period of time, and we could be rich beyond our dreams in just a few good months of trading. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I want that. I want a lot of money really quick with not a lot of work. Sign me up. And we went through the trading journey together. So obviously we were struck in the face with a harsh reality that it wasn't that simple. And we went through all of our, our trials, we went through all of our obstacles, uh, you know, very, very good streaks of demo trading, very, very bad streaks of real trading. Um, the normal journey that most traders go through. Now, we were different traders. Um, I was more of a price action trader, uh, meaning just reading a price chart, looking at candlestick movement, support and resistance, stuff like that. He was more on the mechanical side. Uh, so using indicators, moving averages and stochastics and MACDs and, and really developing systems based off of those indicators. And this guy was a genius, a genius. He had this weird ability not to sleep. And he would stay up for like weeks on end, just creating and tweaking strategies. He was kind of, once he got dug in, he was just in there. He, he would zone you out. You, you, he couldn't hear anything. He didn't eat anything. He just focused on his strategy and developed some really, really good ones. Unfortunately, he had one very big flaw. And that was his trading ego. You see, he would come to me. Right. Again, we were, we were kind of trading partners. So our goal was to conquer the world and all that fun stuff. Right. We we traded different styles. We traded different times of the, the day. So essentially we would have a uh, we'd be able to extract profits from the market 24 seven. And that was the plan, at least uh, no matter what market conditions were. And we'd always uh, keep each other up to date on what we're doing. And 
I would ask him about his system. I would say, hey, um, how's that system you going, uh, going for? He's like, man, it's awesome. Right now, it's winning 60% of the time. It's bringing me this many pips per month. This is going to be amazing. I'm like, cool. All right, let's, 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 you know, finish up. Let's start trading it. I come back uh, a month later and he'd have a new system. I'm like, well, what happened to the other system? You're, you're winning 60% of the time and making lots of money. What, what happened to it? Was, would something go wrong? He's like, nah, you know what? No, it, it was good. It was good. I made it, I made a couple bucks and, and was trading well, but you know, I, I think I can get it to, to 65%. And I was like, all right. And I come back a month later. Hey, so, uh, you know, how about that, uh, that 65% strategy you're working on? You ready to start, uh, using that so we can start making some money in the market? Huh? Huh? Right. We were, li- we were living, it was like four of us living in this two bedroom apartment, right? So we were, <laughs> this was the struggle days right out of college. So we were, uh, you know, we were in a rush to make those quick riches like everyone promised us. I'm like, Hey, let's, you know, this is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable every day living like this. Let's, uh, let's, let's get this thing going so we can buy the mansion and whatever. Um, so long story short, I would keep coming back to him every month and every month he would have the same story. Ah, yeah, I thought I can get to 70%. Ah, I think I can get to 80%. And he was chasing this perfection. He was chasing this perfection. And no matter how close he got, he was always trying to shoot for a higher win percentage, not because it made his system more profitable. Trust me, it didn't, but because it fueled his ego, he was a part of a few chat groups and he would go into these chat groups and everyone would be bragging about what they created and what percentage they're winning at. And he wanted a piece of that. And he wasted month after month after month. And however many dollars are associated with that time wasted trying to get this 100% win percentage, even though his strategy or the strategies that he was producing were becoming less and less profitable. He didn't see that part. He just saw the ego part, the win percentage. And really, if you if you think about it like this, right, we want, not we, but for traders who want that high win percentage, a lot of them want two things that don't necessarily go with each other. What's that? Oxymoron? Is that the word for it? Is that one of the smart words that I should know? I should look that up real quick. I'm going to go with oxy. It's, it's an oxymoron, whatever phrase I was about to use. Um, but here it goes. So a lot of traders live by this code that the trend is your friend, right? We've all heard that. The, the, the full sentence is the trend is your friend until it ends, right? But they live by this code, the trend is your friend. Now, the market only trends 30% of the time, which is another story um, for another episode. But the trend is your friend. The markets only trend 30% of the time. So you, you want to be involved with something that has the potential for a very big move, but happens not too regularly. However, on the other hand, you also want a very, very, very high win percentage. Now, put two and two together here, right? You want a very high win percentage trading something that just in its nature has a very low win percentage, right? Do you see the, the, the problem here, right? Typically in trading, if you want a high win percentage, you're going to want to be a counter trend trader. So you're going to want to take opportunities off of support and resistance that don't necessarily have a, a very big follow through. So they're not, you know, extremely profitable. You don't sit on them and, and ride them for months and months, but you kind of dip your hand in, get a little cookie crumb and, and get out. And that's how you have a higher win percentage trading that way to get in, get profit, get out. 
traders that want the bigger profit totals, those are the ones that are typically trend traders because they can they can involve themselves in an established trend and then hold that position and ride it out, ride it out, ride it out. One of the most famous, um, the famous examples of trend trading is uh, the turtle traders. It was uh, Richard Dennis and, and William Eckert did an experiment. Basically, they had a trend trading system and basically they said that, hey, we can teach, any, we give people rules. They don't need to be experienced traders. They can come in and make money. And I remember reading a book called The Way of the Turtles by Curtis Faith. I believe he was, if he wasn't the most, he was one of the most profitable turtle traders. And he was kind of explaining explaining the example, explaining the, the process that he went through. And I remember reading, it's a little blurry, so if, if, I'm, if my facts are wrong, just, you know, just, it's, I apologize. But I remember reading that at some points he would take like 17 straight losers. I think his average win percentage was maybe like 20% maybe 30%. He would take 17 straight losers. But the one winner in the model would make up for all of that and put him in profit. And that's typically what you're looking at as a trend trader. You're looking to swing and miss, swing and miss, swing and miss, swing and miss, swing, home run, boom. No one cares about the misses. Baseball is another great example of not basing greatness or, or not basing you being good off of your percentage. This is actually a perfect example, right? In baseball, I, I think the, the, the best batting average ever held for a year in baseball is, is probably, let's just call it 350. I don't know what it is. It's probably high threes or over careers, 350, right? 350 is essentially 35%. That means 35% of the time, this baseball player got a hit, right? 35% of the time, this baseball player got a hit, which means 65% of the time, this baseball player did not. However, that is the best average ever, ever achieved in baseball. And in trading, it's the same thing. What matters is your positivity. Are you profitable, right? At the end of the day, it's not about being great on the internet. It's not about us thinking that we're a winner. It's what does your bank account say? Does your bank account leave you in profit or does your bank account leave you at a loss? And that's what we need to judge our trading off of. So before you get too caught up in having the highest win percentage, think about that. Think about how much does it really matter? Does it really matter more so for your account? Or does it matter just because you want to feel good? And if it only matters because you want to feel good, then you're probably involved in trading for the wrong reasons. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. If you did, let me know. Leave me a nice comment, some wise words, even if it's like, hey, thanks, Akil. Good episode. Um, it, it, it is appreciated. It does help me massively if you do that over on iTunes as, as well as give me a review. And of course, if you like what you hear, subscribe. You get notified uh, beforehand when these episodes come out. And until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. You guys take care.